I'm Jay. I'm Adrian. And together we are the Two, two Crazy Cat Ladies. <laughs> I'm gonna cut you. I think I just peed. Buckle up. We're back in the closet. Welcome to episode number 0078 of Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. Today's subject is a very exciting one. And by exciting, I mean not exciting to anyone who has a cat that goes but outside the box. important. But it's a very important topic. Um, cats eliminating outside the box is like the number one reason Thanks. why they're brought back to shelters. And therefore the number one reason why, why cats are euthanized. Um, so it's a, it's a, a very important subject. Now, the reason, do you want to give like a little bit of the... I'm going to give a, a short recap and I'm going to try not to be too emotional about it. But as you guys know, um, lots of people meet us out in the world. They have no idea just how crazy about cats these two crazy cat ladies are. And they think it's funny to share little funny stories about something with their cat. And it turns out that to me, in my world, it is not funny at all. So someone very new... A, per a human that I think is actually a very good human said, oh, I've got a cat, and you know what? It pees on my bathroom rug. She pees on my bathroom rug all the time. And I finally caught her once, and I grabbed her while she was doing it, and I threw her, and she went, the whole time she was in the air, and laughed. Did you know that you can help save the lives of cats by simply opening a new tab on your computer? That's right. Tab for Cats is a free extension on your Chrome or Edge browser that raises money for rescue cats every time you open a new tab. Plus, you get to see pictures of cute cats on every tab instead of some boring search engine. I also love how adding the extension helped an issue that I was having with Chrome and made it faster for me. Go to tabforcats.org and help us save all the rescue cats today. <sighs> <laughs> And let me just say, like, my blood pressure went up, like, I don't know, 73 points. And I was trying to figure out the best way to kind of approach a compassionate reply to that. Um, and and then the subject out, was changed. It, right. It turned out that other things, it was obviously at a workplace and there were things that interrupted that. But it inspired me to talk about the fact and what was said was that my cat is, is being an asshole, and she knows she's being an asshole. She knows and what she, she's doing. She knows what she's doing, and I happened to catch her, and I grabbed her by the scrub, and I threw her while she was peeing. And it's like, Not no. only did that accomplish nothing, but you just got pissed all over your floor instead of just on your rug. Good for Probably. you. Good for you. Um, it really, really disturbed me, and it, break, it, it disturbed me because it breaks my heart. For the fact that still, and this is one of the biggest questions we get all the time, we get, you know, why is my cat doing this? I think she's just being a bitch. I think my cat is trying to get back at me for something. It's why revenge there's peeing, that. Right? It's why people call it revenge peeing. It's like, oh, well, I just got back from a, a trip and my cat just peed all over my suitcase. Or pooped. So they were mad at me for leaving. And it's like, Dr. Mercy Kosky does such a great job of helping us to better understand that cat, please do not project our dysfunctional human emotions and our cats. Their emotional skill set is far more pure than we have. They have fear and they have love. And there are very easy ways to help distinguish what is motivating certain behaviors. With this particular situation, yes, it's very inconvenient for us humans, but it's also probably our fault that it's happening. So if we can please Take a, take a moment to realize that this is probably something that's happening because our cats are not feeling completely secure 
in a certain situation or maybe they're feeling scared in a certain situation they're not being assholes they do not respond like us very imperfect irritating obnoxious belligerent humans they don't that's just not in their emotional skill set to do that so the the faster that we cat parents can recognize that cats are not assholes we are the faster we'll be able to resolve these issues. So I do think what? Right. I mean, I think that like it's very important that we look at it from our cat's perspective or let's just attack the whole like, why? Why are you doing this? Not like I'm just going to make it up in my head that you're doing this right. on purpose. You're doing this because I left. You're doing this because I go to work. You're doing this because you don't like my bathroom rug, which I got probably 15 texts from about today on the bathroom rug thing. So we've got tips, guys. We've got tips galore. And there are so many different things. But if we, but we first, the first step is to understand that our cats are not being an asshole. Like our cats are literally, they, they eliminate on... Um, outside of that box, if this is a behavioral issue, obviously, number right. one, we've said it a million times, obviously, number one, if this suddenly starts happening, we have to get our cats to the vet. Or it just happens peeing, at all. Get your cat to the vet. Pooping, Make sure. If there's a sudden change in where your cat is peeing or pooping, it, number one, you've got to go to the vet. Yeah. You just have to. You have to get them checked out. Make because sure there's this, an underlying health issue. Because this is that a is common a... way for cats to tell us as humans, they're humans, that they don't feel well, that there's something wrong. So, obviously... Health aside, once we know that it, this is a behavioral issue, we want it. We want to, we want to approach the, the the issue at its root, right? And then we want to help our cats feel more comfortable because the reason that they're doing this out of a behavioral issue is to make themselves feel more comfortable. Cats again have two hundred million scent sensors in their nose. That means that they have. A massive smeller, right? They can smell we, everything. We All of this is forty million, and their and their but their scent is so strong that the the smells that their smellers are so strong that um that that they use this to judge to to for so many different aspects of so their important. instinctive it's why they behavior. Mark us. It's why they give us little love rubbins. They're right. marking us. Right. Their 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 scent is so important, and when they start peeing, especially. In places, as Dr. Marcy Kosky said, and I, God bless her for helping us all yes. be Feline more compassionate. FeelingBehaviorSolutions.com. Um, being more compassionate about this issue because it is so irritating and we want to be angry about it when our new pair of shoes just got pissed on. Or when we're getting together a, a guest room for somebody and we leave the door open and someone goes in there and they're like, oh, this is a nice place to pee because everything's different in here. They're not being assholes. To approach this more compassionately, and I know I'm being feisty about it right now, but really, it's so exciting. This is such a big issue, and it's so exciting to realize, oh, this is this is one to really bang, 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 bang home for yeah. a hot minute. Yeah. Because a cat's scent is so important, and when they start doing this, it makes it so much easier to be compassionate when we recognize that their scent brings them comfort right so that helps us all take all of us imperfect humans take a step back and say well why why yeah. are they not comfortable yeah absolutely and there are so many things that we can do i just got an idea hold on what? Print, print a comment. oh my goodness yep you're brilliant I know. hold on you guys we're trying to figure out how we can see comments i'm not sure it's going to work out we're trying to make two separate windows um, for those of you on the podcast watching, and oh, it's here. not a PC. The Mac no, doesn't allow you to do that. This is what. This is what. 
This is how you do it. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. This is how you do it, baby. Okay. Okay. We figured it out. We figured it out. We figured it out. I think we um, did. Now we can see. But we see. are very, very small. But we can at least see that we're still in the camera. So okay, that's Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so sorry. Let's talk random about some thought. of the so solutions. Let's, yeah. So and, and let's preface this very, very clearly by saying. If your cat has started doing, has started peeing in places, or uh, pooping, you, or peeing or pooping outside the litter box, suddenly it's time to go get a wellness exam, a blood panel. We just make said sure that. we don't. I'm prefacing it one more time, just because everything that follows past this is if your cat has a clean bill of health and this is a behavioral issue, these are some tips. How about that? Oh, is that my cue to start talking? No, I'm just okay. saying. I just want to so, be yeah, very emphatic. Yeah, absolutely. About that. If this is a behavioral issue, these are um, these are some tips. First of all, we want to check the litter box, right? So we've done so many cat tips. We've done a podcast. We've done everything when it when it comes to litter box basics. There are litter box basics. We want to make sure that the litter boxes are the right size. The majority of boxes. Uh, uh, in my shopping experience, 100% of the boxes that you get called at the pet boxes. store called litter boxes are not big enough for cats. Um, we so so we use storage bins instead. 30 gallon storage bins. They're much cheaper. You get them at the at the hardware bucks. store or Walmart. You you cut open a door. You do whatever. It's it's so much more convenient for our cats, and and size appropriate for our cats. Um, also, we want to make sure that the litter that we're using is something that they enjoy. There's many many types of litter that cats will just be intolerant of because they don't yeah. like it. It does not, a scented litter is not great for cats. Dusty litter is when they're trying to cover their stuff and they're getting, they're getting all of this dust in their noses. It causes allergies. It causes asthma. It, 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 it causes respiratory issues. All of these things. We want to make sure that we have the right litter for our cats. Um, can I preface this too by saying that a lot of times people will be like, well, listen, he's only had one litter box his whole life. And listen, I've used this litter his entire life. And now all of a sudden, totally healthy, but now all of a sudden it's not good enough. That is uh, something that Dr. Marcy Kozik said as well, is that a lot of times, especially with new cats, are like, oh, well, this situation will work. But then they become intolerant of something that is not tolerable. So that means a clean litter box, scooping on a regular basis, having one like Jay said that's big enough using those um using those gallon 33 gallon storage bins. And finding a litter, switch it up. Find a litter that's not just for us. A lot of people are like I'm using the whatever fragrance with Febreze in it because the litter box stinks. Do not use that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do no. not use Febreze litter. Think like about that it. is not for your cats. That is for you. And the amount of chemicals in that is going to be detrimental to your cat's cat's health it's over time. Absorbed through their paws. I promise. Ingested. It's yes. Inhaled. It's all yes. that. Yes. Um, so where the litter box is placed, this is also very important. A lot of times we want to put the litter box somewhere that's way out of sight that nobody can see that our cats have to maybe climb downstairs or climb upstairs to get to. This is not always appropriate depending on the cats. We want to, we want to make sure that we, um, you know, have them in a low traffic area, but somewhere where they can also easily get to. So that goes back to how many boxes we have. We always want to have at least one more box than you have cats. So if you have four cats, you want five litter boxes at least. And then you want to place them around the house in those areas where they are uh, easily accessible, right? Not just all upstairs, not all downstairs. We want to put them in, in different areas around the house. Obviously, if we're living in a small area, we have to get creative, right? So if we have a very small apartment, 
Maybe we have, you know, a, a, sh a shelving unit where there's one here and one there. And then we have a place in your bathroom for another one or, you know, somewhere. I mean, get creative, get creative. Um, there's uh, so the litter box issues specifically the, just to the litter box. They, they go on. You guys can always message us. You can text us um, and we can we can give you more information on all the different tips we have for litter boxes. Specifically, we've done podcasts. We've done it. It's everywhere. Um, but then. Sometimes you've gone through all those steps and we have, and yet the problem continues such as <laughs> peeing on the bathroom or the, the shower mat, right? Or the bath mat. This is, this was something that I, do, I don't know still to this day. I don't know exactly why the shower mat is so popular for some cats. Do you know and, my, my working hypothesis to that? What? My hypothesis is that because that's our guest bathroom. And we've got various people. You know how pheromones are very concentrated on the feet. Mm -hmm. My working hypothesis is that even though we wash the mats, cats have 200 million sense sensors, Correct. they still smell the new people. So, like, all of a sudden, they're fine when there's company here. Oh, right? but our mat in our room. In oh, our bathroom. in our bathroom. Right. I'm thinking about the guest mat, though. Well, that one, well, he always sprays the shower. I know exactly why that happens. If this happens right. in a room that you don't allow your cats for the most part, like it, like our guest bathroom or our guest bedroom even, um, we try to keep that clean and keep that closed when we don't have company so that those are rooms, one, that I just don't have to clean when we have company coming over. Um, but actually, that's the only reason. But two, we don't use it, right? So those are just like, like off limits for the cats if, you know, for the most part until we have company over. And then if they leave the door open, Twister will always go into the guest bath and he will spray the shower curtain and the mat. And the mat, yeah. um, But I know exactly why that's happening. That's why? happening because he's not allowed in there. He smells, he, exactly what, like you said, he smells other people. New people. New people. And, and he needs to market. It makes him feel, I mean, all the time, no matter what it is, it's making them feel comfortable by putting their scent on it, right? No matter where it is, no matter what it is, it's making them feel more comfortable. I get that. When it comes to our mats, I don't know why. Pooh Bear would, and he's done this a few times in throughout the years, um, where it's like, okay, we wash the mat, we bring it back, he goes and pees on it again. It's like he has to mark it. What we did, here's your tip, what we did was, we actually got a new mat this time, but um, before, as soon as we put it down, we did the scent swapping. Scent swapping is yes. a way for you to help your cat get their pheromones, their scent onto a new piece of furniture, a new rug, a new anything, a new person even. Like a way, if, if your cat is um, maybe high anxiety or your cat is um, in a more prone to marking when there's some kind of change in the home or a new thing in the home, um, scent is swapping is a great thing too. All you got to do is take a clean sock, put it over your hand, rub down your cat's face, their whiskers, their head. That's where all their friendly rub pheromones their are. And go over to the new thing and rub it down. You won't smell a thing. If you smell, if you smell the sock, you won't smell a thing. But they do because they have, again, 200 million scent sensors in their nose. They smell that. And what we did was for Pooh Bear, we rubbed him down and then we rubbed it on the rug and it hasn't happened again. Knock on wood. Because this he time smells around. his happy pheromones, his because, friendly. Yeah. Because when he's getting some lovins, it's not. There's no. There's no stress pheromones going on. It's not an anxiety kind of situation. Yep. It's just like, oh, we're getting some love. Yep. Okay. And and Pooh Bear is very selective about his love, but yep. but it's his friendly pheromones. And then when he goes to this place that he's that he, a new. It's how we saved that love seat once. That we went through a little bit of furniture because. Um, 
because uh, we were bringing new furniture from Facebook Marketplace full of someone else's scents, and he would go right up to it and spray the hell out of it. Yep. So we did the scent swapping with that, and we watched him. We did we we rubbed him down, then we rubbed all around the furniture on the whatever. He comes up to it, he smells it, walks around it once, smells it, jumps up on it, smells it, and lays down. Lays down and takes a nap. That's the power of scent swapping, and yes. that's why we don't have any yes. more pee on this rug, which I am Correct. curious to know why. But well, it's because it makes him feel more comfortable. I don't know if maybe it's the feet because our 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 we're usually with shoes everywhere else, but uh, when we're getting into the shower, we don't have shoes on, and maybe. so maybe it's maybe. you know the scents that come from our feet make, it makes him want to merge those smells with his yeah. smells with ours. Um, I don't know, but I mean that, but. Obviously, he does want to merge his smells with ours, and that's why your cats are doing this as well. Um, sometimes it's an anxiety issue. So uh, many text messages that I went through. Guys, we spent like five hours on text messages today because um, we took yesterday off. But um, but many, uh, many people were saying that um, there was a new dog or a new cat in the house, and all of a sudden the, cat, the, the other cat started... Um, spraying in different areas or peeing yeah. on certain in one specific place or in many different places um, well, and it's important to note too especially for our cats um, even a small change in a cat's routine can cause severe anxiety obviously yep. it depends on the cat but we've seen this happen with our cats whether it is a new piece of furniture whether it's company coming over whether it's us having to take a trip whether it is introducing new family members into the home mm -hmm. it is very important to recognize be very cognizant about how our existing family is dealing with new additions how everyone is handling a change in their routine obviously when we have company over our routine changes so their routine changes and that can cause them a lot of stress they're used to things ha happening at a certain time and if you think they don't know how to tell time Everyone You're here wrong. knows. <laughs> Everyone here knows they know how to tell time. So when things aren't happening as normal, it makes them feel more anxious. More anxious. Yes. And less confident. And so in these in these specific situations when there's a new addition and now all of a sudden my cat is peeing everywhere, again, it's because it's making them feel more comfortable to mark their territory, to put their smell around and say, Hey, this is still my house. This is still my house. It's not just yours, it's mine too. Like I, I want you to know, I want everyone to know that this is my house because it makes me feel like this is my house and I'm feeling threatened by feeling other scared. Yeah. Feeling it's all fear or love. Right. And the fear, I mean, that goes for us too, really, but, <laughs> but it's all fear or love. And the, the fear factor here is that I need to, I need to feel more comfortable by, um, by letting everyone know that this is my home. And so in those cases, there are different things that we can do. Sometimes we did it wrong by introducing the cats into the, the or the new animal even into the home. We don't just throw animals together. I know that's worked in the past. I know it, but that is not a the lot of proper people swear by it, way to introduce new animals into the home. So maybe we need to take some steps back and reintroduce them. Maybe, and a lot of times, what our, what our existing cat or the cat that is spraying what they really need are the confidence building sessions. Yes. You know, they just need to know from their human that they out they are 
important, that they are still loved, that they are more important in their mind. They need to, they need to think that they are more important than the others. And so that's why confidence building sessions are so important. Confidence building sessions go way deeper than that though. While confidence building sessions are a great way to make sure that we're keeping a bond with a cat. And a confidence building session, real quick summary is taking uh, your cat in a room by yourself and himself or herself, closing the door, um, and spending 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes in very intentional, engaged play. And this is best done, as Dr. Marcy Koski shared, with a wand toy. Ideally one that has a very low prof profile stick and a very low profile string. And the reason that this goes deeper than even just building that bond and letting them know that, hey, we're not ignoring you right now. Hey, all this exciting stuff is not more important than you. Hey, we're still seeing you, is that it lets our cats who are as Dr. Koski says, little predatory beasties. Their wild instincts are far more intact than our companion canines or um, a lot of companion animals. They are they are more far more recently domesticated than they're than not dogs. domesticated. They're, well, right. They're so, not fully domesticated. So when we take a cat into our home, oh my good God! I wish you guys could see Madison's face right now. When we take um, these little predatory beasties into our four walls, it's very important that we look at their world from their perspective. And that's why it is important to enrich their environment with vertical space, um, making sure that we look at their lanes of traffic from their perspective. Are they able to go through a hallway without feeling threatened? Are they able to get around other people? Being, being able to perch and be high is very comforting for them. And cats are hunters. So this confidence building session is really an incredible way to help our cats re-engage with their feline instincts. It takes them to, through the entire prey sequence. And the reason that, you know, a lot of people say, Dr. Koski was saying, um, you know, like, well, I played with the wand toy for five minutes, they got bored with it. Understanding the prey sequence makes this a far more powerful experience because the prey sequence is where a cat, we've all seen them bird watching, right? They love to stare, they love to stalk. Then they'll do the little creeping up thing, they'll wiggle their little butts. Then they do the pouncing, the catching, the chasing, the catching, and then they'll perform like a kill boy bite. What we all know about cats is that they're really cruel to their prey. They'll play with a mouse, literally play with a or mouse. Or a bird. Or a bird, um, in a very inappropriate way for an extraordinary amount of time. So Dr. Koski sh shares, though, their instincts, not their fault. Let's be, let's understand how to better engage those instincts. So when we take them through the prey sequence, spending 20 or 30 minutes, yes, they may play with that wand toy, and then they're gonna go back to the staring part. They're gonna catch it, they're gonna chase it, they're gonna, then they'll go back to the, and they expect that that prey, that lure on the wand toy, will change its behavior some, because this is the prey sequence. That's why it's so important. So not only does it bring a cat through the prey sequence, it lets them, it re-engages their feline instincts, and it is a remarkable experience. This helps with cats that have inner aggression. This helps with cats that are marking in places they shouldn't be marking. This helps with cats that are very scared in general, just high anxiety. It lets them know that they are still cats, and it makes an incredible change. So confidence building sessions literally rebuilds their confidence into who they are, what they are created to be so and helps reduce huge. and helps reduce the risk of them trying to or feeling the need to mark their territory around the house to let everybody know because then they once they know once they have their confidence back once they feel comfortable then they don't have the need to mark everything right so, or be aggressive which is really being defensive yeah. an aggressive cat is a scared cat so we've yes. seen that um make a huge difference uh, for aggressive cats. Yeah. 
it's, absolutely it, it's a big game changer so and then and then there's always if you've gone through everything you've done everything and i truly believe that if you do all of those steps you will have results um, especially if you do it with the with the with the calmness and the confidence um yourself um and however and compassion yourself um however if you're still dealing with that there are there are feeling behaviors like dr marcy koski that are amazing and that can take your specific situation and walk you through different steps in different things to figure out what it is that's actually triggering this behavior um and 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 there's no reason to be mad at your cat for this and there's no reason to punish your cat for this because it won't do anything uh, it won't make it better um and there's no reason to bring your cat back to the shelter yeah, for above, eliminating outside the box above all please please try to do not know, surrender please try i mean i understand that they're we can't know right. every circumstance and no. we're not going to be judgy judgersons on oh, this. Oh, no, no, no. However, um, it's so important. I think we know when you welcome a new family member into the family, it's going to be a mixed bag of beans. But once they're here, they're family. And we Mixed work... bag of beans. Mixed bag of beans. That's what you said. Where'd that come from? I have no idea. Tennessee? Probably a Huckleberry fan. <laughs> mixed bag of beans. Well, Tom Sawyer thrown in. I have no idea. Um, but it's so important that as we would with with a another human that we work through these things we we can't just abandon these beings because they're doing something we don't appreciate right. it's it's so powerful to understand that there are things that we can do to help and there are things that we can do to make their life more comfortable more secure more enriching more healthy in yes. all those ways and and it will enrich our lives as well but first and foremost don't throw your cat. Your cats are... Don't throw your cat. Your cat's not being an asshole. Your cat is not being an asshole. I promise. No. Nope. So that's going to wrap up this episode of 0078 <laughs> Back in the Closet with the Two Crazy Cat Ladies. I know we're preaching to the choir on this one. I, I've, I've seen a couple of the comments come in that, since we've been able to see. I love, I love the creative compassion that so many of you guys have when you deal with this issue. I yeah. just... I just think it's a beautiful thing. So I know we're preaching to the choir, but I I, I do feel like it's yeah. Such but for an those that are listening, are um, who may not know, the reason that we're shouting this far and wide right now with cat tips and blogs, and we're doing all the stuff and things to really talk about this, is because we want the 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 all the platforms that we have. We want everyone to know that this is not your cat being an asshole. This is um, something that is um, fixable and it is something that we need to uh, better understand our cats from our cat's perspective. Be more compassionate. And be more compassionate about when we understand it from our cat's perspective. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. That's rude. That is rude. That is rude. I will cut you. I mean, it would be rude if it was a person that was like, "Uh huh, I'm just going to go ahead and pee on your bed real quick. That's rude. A human has the cognizant, cognitive... (laughs) ability to realize that that's not where you pee right it's not it's that's not why we have to understand it from a cat's perspective thank you not a human's perspective right. yes because we would call a human rude just <laughs> like many rude. people call their cats rude and think that they're doing it out right. of revenge they're but not. no it's not. not a cat is not a human anyway guys uh, thank you, you for joining so the episode this episode um do leave us comments uh subscribe and um and join us on our other platforms facebook tiktok youtube all the stuff Instagram, and places and things. All the stuff and places and things. And shoot us a text if you guys have questions. We love you so, love much. You so much. Thank you for joining this episode. Thanks Bye. for hanging out. Go love your babies.